That waitress sized us up in two seconds. We're black and black people don't tip. So she wasn't gonna waste her time? Now somebody like that, nothing you could do to change their mind. So, uh, how much did you leave? You expect me to pay for that kind of service? <laughs> what? What the fuck is you laughing at, man? <laughs> Down easy now. Let me see you move left to right. Groove work me all night. Cause music is my life. Hey, <laughs> welcome to the Blackout Tips podcast with your host Rod and Karen. And we got our friend back in the house again for what is this your third show yeah, now? Yeah, number three. I think you lead. I think you lead the guest in, in, in returns. My man Will. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter. He's at Mister Underscore Montgomery. Um, and don't forget to follow us on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'll say that again. That is in D A T. And it's a big day today. We got our first donation to the podcast. I know. That's you was telling yeah. me about that. A little bit of. It only took us asking like two or three times, which I, you know, I'm. I was prepared to just do a sit-in, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, you know, Podomatic shows every listener that downloads. I say we just go to their houses and stand in front of their house. <laughs> well, we got a lot of houses to make then. Yeah. <laughs> Eyeball them when they come out. We like, <clears throat> and just leave my hand What's out. What's up, my brother? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, also, it was a big day because it's Tupac's birthday. He would have been 39 today. Wow. Yeah. Were y'all big Pac fans? Yeah, man. What was that? So 13 years ago? They died. Yeah. Uh, wasn't it 97? Yeah, 97. Yep. Yeah. Dang. Somewhere around there. Um, I'm, I, I really wasn't that huge a Pac fan growing up. Um, I started liking him uh, for a little while. But then, like... He was the actually probably the first person that made me realize I was 
growing up and I just wasn't a certain type of dude. Cause then like that was back when you if you were a fan of a rapper, you try to defend everything they did. That's and, right. You know, you were young and you just thought that like, oh if, if I like this person I had to defend everything they do. That's right. And Pop used to do some personally whack shit in life. Yes he did. <laughs> so where I could be like, I can't support this. You can't be holding women down while they getting raped and shit. Like that's what he went to jail for and Wow. Yeah, like you can't make dear mama and, and then turn around and do that shit. Like, that's. But uh, at the same time, musically, that was before I really learned to separate music from people. Okay. Yeah. So, musically, while he was a genius, I would always get hung up on, like, man, this kind of some bitch made shit he's doing right now. Like, why you always got to be beefing with everybody? Yeah. You know, but uh, I still liked him uh, for his music, but I think because of that, I never really became a hardcore fan. So, I just appreciate his talent. Yeah, but I don't. I can't really just. I can't like quote all his lyrics and all that like I can with other rappers. Yeah, see, I wasn't a hardcore fan. I just I liked the music, but back then I didn't follow what was going on. I just listened to the music, and that's all. Right. So I didn't know about the, the rape charges and none yeah, of the other stuff know. that was going on. All I knew was he's making some hot music. So that's why I liked him back then. Yeah, day. he was also like the first rapper for me that just stayed up in the news. Yeah. yeah like up lots. until then, you know, rappers kind of did their thing, and maybe you would read something about him in the Source magazine or something like that. Pac was the first dude I really was seeing on the evening news. Yeah, yeah. Well, the breaking story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like Pac did some crazy in. shit. Just got shot again, you know. So, uh, but yeah, man, rest in peace, Tupac. You know what I'm saying? Even though I still think he's alive, you know. Sometimes I'm still waiting for him to slip up on his lyrics and say something that happened after he died. Uh -huh. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then on 9/11 when the when the towers <laughs> fell, I'm like, wait a minute, what? What? Then the Jordan 25 came out. I was like, whoa. That is not true. But uh no, that was not that was not true when you was alive. That's like I right. thought I heard Osama somewhere up in them lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me rewind this and see if he uh how's he why is he talking about Kobe winning his fifth ring? <laughs> but uh yeah, man, so uh Pac died and then uh you know it's his birthday, so you know, rest in peace. Uh also don't forget to leave comments on the blog, uh the blackout tips.blogspot, or go to Podomatic, go to Facebook, search for the blackout tips. And you can leave comments there, um, and we're getting more and more followers. We were, uh, we're at like 170 now, so mm -hmm. getting about 10 followers a week, which is pretty good considering cool. that uh, we don't advertise for shit. No, <laughs> but uh, maybe we'll get some donations like this. We can start advertising. Yeah, we can start doing some of the other things. We got a lot of ideas and some things we want to do. And uh, for those of you who are even thinking or still considering, we would really appreciate it so we can make the show a better show for you guys. Yeah, and to donate, you just go to uh, the Black Guy Tips on the Podomatic page. Just go to Podomatic, search for the Black Guy Tips. And we have a donate button right there in the right-hand corner at the top. Or you can go to the blog, go to the blackguytips.blogspot. Dot com and then we have a donate button right there. So and one of our Twitter followers, she's in um, London, England, London, England. She showed us she has an Apple TV and it was so hot. She showed us pictures of it yeah. where it looks like your iPod, but it's on a huge TV and you can like type in the information and it shows everything up on the screen. It was yeah. really neat. It was cool. You can even see the pictures that we put with each episode. Yeah. So it was like crazy. Like across the globe, people listen to the Black Out Tips podcast. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we just a couple of niggas with a microphone and a opinion. Yeah, and, and, I would, and I would like to say konnichiwa to the folks out there that's listening in Japan. Um, Is that y'all new uh, catchphrase? What, konnichiwa? Couple, no, a couple of niggas with a microphone. And a you know what? I, I almost 
almost I almost changed it from nothing's wrong if it's funny to a nigga with an opinion and a microphone. But I was like, well, iTunes allow that through the sensor. It might move us down on the rankings for that one. Uh, don't forget the official weapon of the podcast is Taser. Yes, it is. And the unofficial sport of the podcast is what? Bullet ball. Bullet ball extreme. Bullet ball again, bullet ball extreme. That's right. <laughs> um, and June is sundress month. Yes, so, it is. Uh, ladies, don't forget, you got about, uh, what are we looking at here? 17 days to wear that sundress or something oh, like yeah. that? 14? Whatever it is, you know, let's get them Let's get them sundresses on, ladies. Looking confident, feeling sexy. Nice panties on underneath. You know what you're talking about. You know what you're talking about. Anyway. Panties are optional. Yeah. Or no, or you can free ball it. I don't know if that's the term that's what you call it. Yeah. Free twat. Free clip. I'm just free clip. Yeah, free. Hey, girl. Let my lady swing. <laughs> um, uh, also, man, uh, let's just get into some actual podcasting. Um, I didn't really have a big itinerary for this week. I didn't really think of a lot of shit. But I did print out my blog that I haven't published yet. So if we need some material, we can go to that. And I printed out a few articles, too, because, you know, shit happened. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I got this dude at the gym. I wouldn't call him a friend. But we played basketball together. He hadn't shown up for a few months now. I don't know what he's doing. But his name was Bang Bang. Okay. Now, that's not his government name. But that was his name. He wanted us to put on a list whenever we, you know, that's what we called him, right? Okay. And um, he said, he was one of those people, he's from New York, and he kind of talks a little too much. Yeah. And he has a past, like a criminal history. Oh. So I don't want to know that much I about him. Call you bang, bang, he came down right. south to escape the law. Yeah. Like he, like he's. We got cops here too now. Like he's a funny dude, and he'll be like. Yeah, man, you know, um, I, I did five in Rikers, dog, you know what I'm saying? But I'm out now, money. You know what I'm saying? What's up, son? I'm just, what up? And he'll call you like Suwu, which is a gang term. Yeah, I ain't a, in the game. That's game. a blood term, right? Yeah, okay. I don't know one of them games. I don't follow that shit. But, uh, I'm not in a gang at all. You know what I'm saying? Not I don't associate it, not related. Yeah, I don't want people to even think I'm in a gang. But he'll just come in the gym and yell across the, like, across the way, like, what up, Suwu? And then I'll just be like, uh, hey, hey, man, what's up, man? <laughs> like, I don't, like, I don't know who's in there. I don't even know what colors I got on that day or nothing. I know. I ain't trying to walk up while like it's shot because you called me that. Yeah, I dress color neutral most of the time. That's so. right. But, uh, yeah, so he would, uh, so anyway, he stopped showing up. And, uh, people started asking about him. And it, it's funny to me that people think I would have learned anything about him. Why would I learn something about a dude that constantly talks about shady dealings and, and things he's had to do to people? I don't want to be talking about his personal information. I don't know his real name. That's I don't know where he stays. I don't know right. what kind of car he drives. That's right. Police come ask me anything. All I'm going to say is bang, bang. That's right. What was his name? Bang, bang. You know where he stay? No. Nope. Bang, bang. Plausible deniability. <laughs> yeah. I, like, he would start to tell me, like, yeah, son, you know, I'm from, ah. Uh, uh, enough, That's enough, man. It so shit slip out. I'm from Harlem, nigga. No, no, shut up. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. But uh, yeah, he was anyway, man. I miss that dude. But uh, wherever he is, yeah, he yeah. might be in jail. Best of all, we know. Yeah, and um, so also uh, somebody sent me a link. Uh, actually, I gotta pull it back up. I can't believe I forgot to do this. But somebody sent me a link to Drake 
you know, his album officially came out like yeah. yesterday or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they had to push up the release because, um, you know, his album was uh, so, some trash and elite. It was soft. We gotta get all the money we can. Yeah, it was soft and elite. So, of course, they had to release it a little earlier than they wanted to. So I guess it should have been called Thank Me Sooner since <laughs> it came out sooner than it was supposed to. Well, anyway, there's this dude at the end of this clip. I, like, there, there's a release party where, you know, the artist comes, signs his album, and talks about, you know, whatever, talks to his fans. Okay. And they talk, and they interview a bunch of his fans. The cameras are there. And um, he shows up. And I'm just going to play a couple minutes, of the, a couple seconds of the audio at the end real quick because... Um, this is the kind of fan that listens to Drake. We're at 14th Street at Drake's house. Yeah, Monday. Yeah. We got here like around 10 o'clock. I got here this morning at 10.30. I got here around 10.30. I think it's 9 o'clock this morning. Yeah. And I'm coming from New Jersey, actually. I'm not from New York. Nice. We've been everywhere, back, but... So I, I guess this release, this album release date happened in New York where they're filming this and uh, you can see there's a lot of people probably under the age of 20 in the line mm-hmm. so it's pretty young pretty young all right I just can't remember it out. what am I doing what am I doing oh, yes, that's right. I was the first girl to get signed uh, CC by Drake so of course that is a very young looking white girl and you know that's probably his fan base now that he sold all the brothers out. I got here about three in the morning. It's a lifetime experience being the first, one of the first guys to get my uh, CD signed by him. So they just show like a four-year-old kid yeah. saying that he's the man. So you know that's the kind of people that buy Drake's album. Four-year-olds and soft-looking dudes and women. So just just keeping it running count of the fans. I told him basically uh, about the fade that he has in my uncle's barbershop. They got the drink fade. It's that, that serious. My man is holding it down. God just told him, like, keep doing So the dudes that are into Drake are also into having their hair cut like Drake because Drake has a nice fade. They're, in, they're into cosmetology. Yeah, remember that. Always been doing, I respect him because, like, it's hard out here in hip hop. Like, you gotta have something, and he basically got that. It was real quick, but I. That was the most vague fucking compliment I've ever heard. You gotta have something, and he got that. It's hard out here. Word. <sighs> I got a handshake here. Not a lot of people got it, but I had to get him. I told him he was great, and that was it. My heart is a little broken. It's too high. My levels is high. I can't stay focused right now. I'm sick right now. I told him I might pass out, but I can't right now. I can't even talk right now. Like, I'm sick right now. I can't talk. Now, this is a dude talking about how he can't talk because his heart rate is too high right now, and he's shaking. Because he touched Drake. Exactly. And this, now you, you probably have a picture of what this dude looks like in your head, and you're absolutely right. He has hair that comes down to the middle of his back. And it's all corn rolled up, but with like braids or something coming out the bottom. And that's like probably his Lloyd. real hair too. Yeah, yeah, he's like a light skinned Lloyd. <laughs> and he couldn't continue, so he handed the mic back to the reporter. But there's 11 seconds left on this clip. I wonder what happens what's now. Happen? What's wrong? What's, 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 what's,
bro. He's too. He's too energetic, man. He's too. He's amazing. He's amazing. Everybody right now to this world. Now that was a dude getting choked up at the thought of, you know, touching Drake. <laughs> so this is kind of this is kind of fans. This is the kind of fans that like Drake's album. And I'm like I said, maybe I missed out on it because I'm just not. I'm just too old and too grown to really get down like this. But I can't remember in my life ever liking a rapper this soft and being like, this is classic. You don't understand. He's an artist. But, but you know what? I can't remember liking any artist whatsoever enough to get choked up because I touched him. Yeah. I'm saying. It's like a different generation, I guess, or a different type of dude. Like, I, I'm not I'm not going to get your hair cut. You know what I'm saying? I'm not getting the Drake fade. And I'm definitely not going to be crying because I got to see you in line. You're a fucking dude, man. First of all, what the hell is a Drake fade? It's a fucking Caesar. It's a regular fade. They just renamed it after Drake. It's ridiculous, man. Like I said, you know, more power to the dude. But um, I can't get down with this soft-ass album, man. Did you did you like the album, Will? Or? Nah, man. I wasn't feeling it, man. Cause, and so you kind of ruined it for me because I was like, God, I'm going to listen to it. It's going to be hot just like the other ones. And I listened to it after you were talking about it was soft in there. Yeah. I was like, so I listened to the first track, uh, the first couple tracks. I was like, well, yeah, it's not that hot, but maybe he's saving his hot tracks for later. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got a little further into the album. I was like, well, shit, maybe he's back on Maybe yeah. all the hot shit said that. <laughs> I got to the end. I was like, you know what, fuck this. Now, once I got to, like, uh, CC's, CC's interlude, I think was the song, which is near the end. Yeah. I was like, this nigga is just singing. Yeah, man. Like he was done. He was like, I'm done with rap. I'm back. I'm, it's time to get break out the auto tunes. This is who I really am. Yeah, it was. It was very. It was like a. It was just very disheartening, especially as a fan of his rap. I never yeah. really was a fan of his R and B because he can't sing. Like he's no. doing auto tunes. Don't try to t- convince me that somehow that is good R and B. If that's what's good R&B, then I will just stay stuck in the 90s, 80s, and early 2000s. And be just fine. And, and, and be even further back than that, man. Because this shit is terrible. It's not innovative at all. But, um, yeah, man. So, Drake fans be crying. Men be crying in public because they touch Drake. Um, so, I was thinking about the term laugh riot today. Mm-hmm. What exactly is a laugh riot and who coined that phrase? Like, I don't know. Was something ever so funny... That it made people riot? Yeah, I hadn't I hadn't heard that. That's, that's something new. <laughs> like this I'm this happy. movie is a laugh riot. Let's burn this motherfucker down! Ha ha ha! There's never been nothing that funny. The only way that would make sense if you're talking about the Joker and Batman. That's the only way that would make yeah. logical sense. Yeah, exactly, man. I was I was thinking about that term and uh, I was just I was like, that's crazy. Um also we had somebody at my job. That got fired. It was a new girl. She'd only been there for like a day or two. Mm-hmm. Got fired for sleeping on the job. Hey. Literally sleeping at her desk snoring. Snoring? More than once. Oh, damn. Yeah. What I wonder what I, was, mm-hmm. I don't know. Her, man. Second shift, her second job? I don't know. I mean, we work morning hours, you know, regular hours, eight to yeah. five. But, uh, I mean, I never heard her snoring, but, I mean, I guess it's like a running joke around the office or whatever. And they sent out an email that was, like, so polite and politically correct. The email was like, uh, she just moved on to <laughs> yes. other opportunities. Yes. Which means like, we had to fire that bitch. I like, I like the one that said, we wish you well in your endeavors. Yeah. I, I love right. those. 
Yeah, basically that's what it said. Like, and we wish her well, which she was caught sleeping on the job. And I've been sleeping before at work, but I don't think I've ever, like, full-blown gone to sleep at my desk. I think I've I, I fallen asleep in long meetings before, yeah. especially after lunch. Like, yeah. they call you into, like, a conference call. So it's all dark and they have the projector yeah. on the <laughs> And they start that, that talking about numbers that don't. Right. That, yeah, they talk about numbers that have nothing to do with your ass. So it's just like, yeah, uh... The dividend coming off of the third quarter last year was three percent. Looking at an increase to three point one percent. And let's go to the next slide. Even that, <laughs> even that slide sound is putting you to sleep. He said that again. It's like they, they might as well just be saying, "Once upon a time, in a land far, far away." Turn aside. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I've gone to sleep in those before. But I've never like I always just get up, get coffee, walk around, shake it off. Even if I had to get up every couple of minutes, I would do something. I can't fall asleep on my desk. It's a no, bad look. No, it's real bad. And you only have to get caught one time because they assume your ass is sleeping all the time yeah. if you get caught one time. So. I mean, if you're going to go to sleep, go to your car or something. Set your alarm. <laughs> get a quick 10 in so yeah. you're on a smoke break. Don't something. sleep at your desk. Yeah, go to the bathroom and sleep in the stall. I don't know if about it, that, dog. If it's Do that you really desperate. Wanna, you really want to lay your hand on anything in the bathroom? No, no I'm just no. saying, if it's that desperate, damn, I don't want to get fired either. Yeah. I mean, like you said, go to the car. Do something, man. You know what I'm saying? Don't. Don't get caught at your desk sleeping, man. That's just that's never worked out for anybody. And then more than once, too. Yeah. Um, so let me read a couple of things from the podcast before we get to the news, because that was it for the itinerary. We got some news shit, but you know, I ain't really stressing that yet. Um Oh wait, actually there is one thing. The fucking girl got punched in the face. Yeah. Okay. Alright, we all just watched the video. I think most of the people on Twitter have watched the video. Mm-hmm. But if not, you know, just Google cop punches girl in the face. I'm pretty sure it's the number one video right now. Mm-hmm. And this is part of the reason our podcast is pro Taylor. Because to basically describe what happened to y'all. Because everybody thinks I'm pro Taylor because I just want to see criminals get that out. Nope. Half the reason I'm pro Taser is because it makes cops look better. You like I don't hate cops. I don't know. No. I know a lot of niggas hate cops, but I ain't one of them. I know I don't hate cops. I hate cops when they harassing me, but otherwise, yeah. Like I hate cops until I need them. Yep. Well, I'm just like get the fuck out of here, copper. Oh shit, he got a gun. Cops, cops, where y'all at? Come on back. Yeah, I was bullshitting, but uh, so um, this what happens, and um, I think I have an article on this, but basically what happens. This girl is supposedly jaywalking. Yeah. That's the story. And this cop comes up and arrests her or tries to arrest her. Well, he came up and was like, come over to my car. He wasn't even arresting her at this point. Okay. Okay. So he's trying to, uh, she, she's trying to get her, he's trying to get her to go with him and she decides, uh, fuck that shit. I don't do cops. Okay. And, uh, he basically starts trying to handcuff her. And uh, it's not working. So after that, he realizes that uh, this ain't gonna go well. Cause it's nothing. But I don't know if he was at uh, Taste of Charlotte or whatever, but it was nothing but black people standing around. I don't know what was going on there. But as he tries to start arresting her, the uh, her friend comes up, and her friend is being restrained by another dude who barely restrains her friend. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's two women now. Her friend comes up, tries to get up on the cop, like let her go. And 
immediately gets punched in the goddamn on face. Yeah. And she takes a half-hearted swing at the cop. I wouldn't really call it a... Well, some people are trying to make it seem like, you know, it's self-defense it's self because he, she was coming at him to do this. I mean, I wouldn't say that, like, she wasn't menacingly coming at him with any, like, a, ability to make me think she could do harm to him. But she was getting in the, in the in the way of a dude trying to do his job. And what it looked like to me, it looked like the cop was trying to control the woman that was flailing and cussing and acting right. a damn monkey. And then her friend came over trying to like break it up. Mm. Now, I don't know why you feel like you need to break up some shit with cops trying to arrest somebody. Like, hey, yo, look, stop. Let's just be civil. Yeah. But she she was like, it looked to me, it looked like she was trying to break him up and push him back. And then. He just stole off in the head. Yeah. And that's not a real friend, by the way. No. Real friend, like, Will is my boy. We walked right outside, and cops was about to arrest Will. And Will starts fighting with the cops. I'm going to be saying, Will, calm down. What the hell are you doing? Yeah, don't get killed out here fucking with these cops. Like, nobody's going to believe us. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to help Will live. We can fight another day. We can go to court, whatever. What I'm not going to do is try to help Will fight off the cops. <laughs> then it's just two dead black people with cracks sprinkled on them. And it, it won't prove, that shit won't prove nothing. Um, but here's an article about it. Um, it's on Fox News, so take that for what it's worth. Um, Seattle police say they'll review the police tactics and training after an officer was shown on video punching a young woman in the face. Acting Deputy Police Chief Nick Matt said Tuesday that the department's civilian lead office of professional accountability is investigating the 39-year-old officer's actions. Officer I.M.P. Walsh was trying to cite several people for jaywalking just before Monday's incident, which was captured on cell phone video. Several people? Who's this, the most vigilant cop of all time? Well, they, were they were saying that, that the intersection was supposedly real bad and everything, and they were trying to keep people from walking across. So they were uh, just shit. So okay. That's why they don't patrol for jaywalking. Okay. All right. Um, uh, Mitt says two of the women who were stopped bear much of the responsibility for not cooperating and resisting arrest. Uh, and Nick Metz is the police chief, in case you're forgetting. Seattle, Seattle Urban League CEO James Kelly says the punch was an overreaction that brought to mind a video taken April 17th of two Seattle officers seen kicking a Hispanic suspect. So, um, that's throwing a lot of racially charged stuff in here because the police officer is white and if both of the girls are black, everyone sitting around watching is pretty much black. So, there's this like racial undertone to this whole discussion that always comes up when you show police harassing minorities. And, and I guess the thing for me is that sometimes people get on my nerves when it comes to race. Yes, there are racist people and yes, racism does exist. But for me, on the outside looking in who has nothing to do with this, he was doing his job. And, I, and I'm, I'm not pro-cop, anti-cop or anything like that. My thing is that he's arresting her. A, did your mama teach you, being black, you don't fight the cops? That's what, I don't know white folks, I, I can't explain this rule to y'all, but we've been taught you don't fight the cops. Yeah, I talked to a white person the other day, and they were talking about when they got pulled over for speeding. It was my boy Will. Um, not me. He was, uh, <laughs> uh, he's on Twitter, but he has a weird ass name, like the one and only the one or something, but it's all got ones instead of eyes and shit like that, right? So anyway, he's a cool dude, but he's talking about a ticket that he got. And he's giving me this long story about how he was asking the cop, 
questions because they, they gave him a ticket for his tent, you know, not speeding yeah. or anything. And um, he gives me this long story, and then when he gets done, he's like, uh, so yeah, man, they gave me a ticket or whatever, man, but I mean, wouldn't you have said the same thing? And I said, no. And he was like, why not? I was like, because I'm trying to live. It's like, you was wrong, right? Yeah. What, what the fuck you think was going to happen? Like, what is getting the attitude with him going to do? Okay, and make him mad. Okay. Yeah, and then he said the cop made him get out and, like, check, search his car. Of course, he didn't find anything. Nothing was in there. But, you know, it was like a typical harassment move where it's just like, oh, because you give me lip, I'm going to make you get out of your car and I'm going to look into it just to hope you find something. Mm-hmm. So it could be like, yeah, what you doing with this weed in here or something like that. Mm-hmm. But, um... It never crossed, would have crossed my mind to really have an attitude with the police officer. I would ask him questions that are relevant. You know what I'm saying? So if he was like, uh, do you know how fast you were going? And there's no right answer to this question. You're getting a ticket no matter what. What you, I don't know. No, I what then you, you should have known. You know what I'm saying? I thought I was going 45. Yeah, that's what everybody says. <laughs> that's what everybody says. Somebody told, me, somebody told me they do that just to check your sobriety. But or do you know what the speed limit was? You go, oh, it's forty-five. What that? Sometimes I have. I've been pulled. I ain't know what the speed limit was. I didn't either. Sometimes, but what they're hoping they're checking your sobriety. What they're hoping is because they're gonna give you a ticket anyway. Pretty yeah. much. What they're hoping, or not hoping, what they think checking for is to see you go, man, shit, motherfucker, I'm doing seventy-eight. I don't know shit. Why you gotta be fucking with me, white man? You know, like they 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 hoping that you'll be drunk or something. But if you're not. Then they just give you the ticket. That's why they ask those the weak ass questions. So um, he's like going back and forth with the dude, like they're debating over this fucking ticket. You don't win an officer with cop. You don't win an argument with cops. It's no debate. They just give you shit. What are you, what are you gonna do? Be the nigga that proved them wrong that time? And oh damn, you know what? I didn't know the law. My bad. <laughs> Carry on. The most you can hope for is that they think you're nice or they just let you off with a warning because they don't give a fuck or something. That's it. Mm-hmm. Well, in this case, these ladies approached the cop and the one chick was try- not trying to get arrested. The, the first chick, she was just not having no parts of it. She was struggling the whole time and it looked like he just could not get her down because he didn't want to get rough with her. Yeah. Especially for yeah. all those people. Yeah, and then not only that, my thing is that it's, it's, men are naturally stronger than women. So if he really wanted to take her down, he really could have taken her down. He was trying to be nice about it. And even as the tape went on, he even told her, calm down, quit struggling, quit fighting me. You know, why don't you just let me do my job, basically. Right. And my thing about her friend, I don't mean no harm, she ain't had nothing to do with the situation. And my thing is this. Most people, when it comes to things like that, you're jumping into an argument with somebody of authority who could arrest you too if he really wanted to take Not just arrested. You can get shot. Yeah. That's you can get beat down. That's what we were talking about. Pro-taser. He should just tase her ass. She'd have been down. Put handcuffs on it and this whole Well, I'm getting, I'm getting to that. I'm getting to that. Alright, so what happens is this dude, this cop, is by himself. Yeah. Surrounded and he by. He could have got jumped. So, and if. He would have got jumped. Yeah. This situation would have been totally different. So this is this is how I look at it. There's two sides. You have her side, which I'm completely not on. But no, I think wrong. she was acting the way she was acting because she knew there was a whole bunch of people around there yeah. with camera phones recording it. So she was like, well, I can do what I want to and he ain't going to do nothing right. because uh, all these people got you on, on, on record and on video and everything. When actually that probably made it worse because yeah. it's like... 
Bitch, you got me on camera. You about to punk me and have all the people at the precinct laughing in my ass? Hell no. And then, like you said, it was one cop. And he was pretty much surrounded all the way around the car yes, by people yes, just sitting there. Right. And the people were even talking trash to him saying, man, you don't need to be hurting her like that. Stop doing yeah. that. Da, 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 da. So I'm like, you let this chick break loose, start beating on her. Or if you, like you said, if if he gets too forceful with her, all these people standing around acting like they just want to jump right. in. Yeah. So, so here's why I'm saying he fucked up. Number one, arresting people for jaywalking. It's a little extreme. He wasn't. But he was trying. Well, I understand. He was trying to do citations. I understand that. Yeah, but she was just. But this is this is the truth of what happened, in my opinion. He didn't want to get look like a punk when she bitched him out. Was like, I ain't coming over there. That's right. And just like any human being, he got he got he get got amped up a little bit instead of just being like, look. I'm gonna tell you again, come your ass over here, blah, 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 whatever, or just call him back up. Because I was talking to somebody at the gym about this, and they were like, well, he don't have time to call back up. What if she walked away? Keep walking too. That's right. Cops got cars and shit. Just be like, okay, well, now we're doing this. We'll walk until whenever the fuck you get tired, but my backup will be here. Second of all, you don't normally see men arresting women that often. No. When they can avoid it, they typically have a female officer come out. Yes, they do. And do because you gotta frisk people and all this shit. And they don't yes, want sexual harassment that's suits. Right. So right there, he like you could tell he got a little hot headed about it. And was like, you know, uh, maybe he just was feeling kind of uptight about it, but he didn't want to call back up and say, "Can y'all help me come down here and arrest this woman or whatever." Gotta throw your ego out the out the door right there. Say that again. All right. So you got the the first thing, which is, I think he got a little pissed with her. Second thing, she's a woman, and he's a dude, and he probably should have waited for backup. And then the third thing is, dog, you see these cameras, and you see these people. You gotta take this shit down right away. Yeah. You don't got time to fuck around, dog. You don't have time to be Mr. Nice Guy. You have to get her in cuffs immediately. If not sooner. So if you make that, you decide to have a decisive action like I'm going to arrest you. No matter how bad it looks, you your job is to get her in the back of your car and and get out of there. Because the longer that shit went on, the more people were like, I think I'll interject my opinion. Sir, yeah, what are you doing? And it looked like it was about to be a beatdown. If it had been a little longer, this would have been, you know, 20 people beat up a cop in the, out in the middle of town. Yeah, and the last point is this: the other chick that got involved. Now that's that's something you really can't foresee. No, I mean I you could kind of feel it while you're watching the clip. Even if you didn't know the title, you could feel like people are gonna get involved because he, this is getting out of control and he looks weak. Yeah, and it's just a natural instinct of people to be like, you know, no one wants to be the first nigga to jump in. But after they realize that you ain't about shit, then everybody wanna be like, yeah, nigga, get off of her. So um. When the other chick jumped in and he punches her in the face, the first thing I was thinking was like, if he would have just tased her, I guarantee you this is not as big a deal. As long as she don't die, which is a pretty good chance she won't die. That's right. As long as she don't die, this is not that big a deal. Because people, actually, a woman has been tased on camera before in South Carolina. And it was on the news for like a day, two days. Max, yeah. It was done. And she ain't the dude that tased her was wrong. She wasn't even doing shit. She was just had an attitude. She was on the phone and she wouldn't listen to him. We was like, ma'am, just give me a license registration and get out of the car. She was like, fuck that cop. I ain't doing shit. I'm on the phone talking to so-and-so. Yeah, nigga, this girl, yeah, this nigga trying to arrest me, girl. He tripping. And she was, he was like, all right, cool. Take some votes. Blah. And, and he was clearly wrong. I think he got suspended. 
Point being, wasn't as big a deal. And on top of that, he's doing his job and I don't have time for you arguing with me. That's something my mama has taught me and a lot of people don't understand. You don't argue with people in authority. You, yeah. you know, if you want to get at them, it's other ways of getting at them. But if right. they have authority, especially when they can do something. You got it on film. You can take it. You can yes. go to court or whatever. If you feel like you were wrong. But that's you, right. But she was clearly in the wrong here. She wouldn't want shit. But um, the other thing that's funny about it, though, is if if he would have tased the, the, the second chick, the one who tried to jump in, people would have been upset, but it would have gone away. And you probably don't have a lawsuit. Because it doesn't look as bad as when you punch a woman in the fucking face. It all that always looks yeah. good bad. There's no situation where a dude can punch a woman in the face and, and go, knows. "It was just in the line of my job. Nah. I had to do what I had to do." But yeah. you know what? <laughs> even even when you're right, even yeah, when you're right, I think you're just trying to get her away. But it's just for the fact that it just looked terrible. I'm you could put. He was making an example of her. He yes, was like, he was. He's like, I'm trying to be nice, but y'all motherfuckers jump in. Y'all gonna get a two piece with some fries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to tell and you. You could take. You could literally take a man and a woman, put them in a boxing ring, give them gloves and everything. Well, we expect them to fight, and every time the dude hits the woman, we'll all be like, Oh, damn, oh. <laughs> he ain't gotta do it like that. <laughs> like that is just a natural human reaction. So. Tasing somebody, whether we want to admit it or not, can be funny. People still go back and watch the Don't Tase Me Bro video every day <laughs> yeah, on YouTube. It's probably still one of the highest uh, view videos today. Yeah, I ain't saying it's, it's cool or whatever, no. so it should be funny. Mm-mm. But I'm saying people's reactions to tasers aren't isn't nearly as like uh, just repulsive. Where they're just like, I'm repulsed by this. Yeah. this is, you punch a woman in the face in public, you are the bad guy. Yes, you are. Every single time. Regardless if you're right or wrong, yes, you are. Even with people that are like, yeah, you know what, he was in the right, they're still tough to look at. It's still like, ah, he punched that girl in the face. Now, to her credit, the girl got punched in the face, chilled the fuck out immediately. That was the end of her, wasn't it? She went back over, she went far away. Yeah. She's like, I ain't come back. She had to get her <laughs> mind right. She's like, let me go over here and get my mind right for put my shit together. Nobody was consoling her either. She and she was a bigger woman, so I don't know if that had something to do with it. But I know when pretty women get hurt, you always see dudes can't wait to help. Mm-hmm. Ugly women get hurt, it's like get off the ground, walk it off. <laughs> so it was, but it was messed up. But um, my main thing with this is I don't care what the dangers of being tased are because I don't think it's that high a percentage. Mm-hmm. But it's better than the gun. Yes, it is. And it's better than the baton. Yes, it is. And it's better for the cop because when you're on CNN tasing somebody, shit, we was laughing at the dude that ran on the field and got tased. Like, you get tased, woman or man, I'm sorry, it's not as bad. It doesn't look as bad for the cops. That's true. So, and the fact that he, I, I mean, they say that it was okay for him to use a punch. But they don't. They definitely don't train you to punch people in the oh, face. No. This isn't like uh, this isn't like an action movie where they just like knock them out. Like they train you to put them on the ground. It can pass That's not standard police procedure. Yeah. yeah. Like no. I'm not. If they resist, cock back your arm and extend through the jaw. Yeah. <laughs> you want to aim for her temple and then say, "Bitch, please," as you connect. But uh, anyway, man, I just thought that story it was kind of, I don't know, it was a slow day, so people are being jumping on a little harder than they should, but yeah. that image is so bad that it will be around for a while. It is, and when you was talking about cops, you made me think about the time I got a ticket, and I felt so bad for Roderick. I was uh, flying down 521 going to Lancaster, and um, 
the car caught me actually on the opposite side of the road. And I actually stopped in the middle of the road. And it was funny though, because when the police officer came, I was scared to death. Cause I can't speak for nobody else, but I was like, oh crap. You know, because I'm black, I'm down in the country. The police officer is white. Yeah. I'm in the middle of nowhere. Um, see, that's what my mind was going. See, but I can't speak for the white folks. The black people just, just they just want to be sure everything in order because I ain't trying to go to jail. I don't want no assumptions. I don't want you thought I was reaching. I done seen too many of those incidents. So what happened, the police officer came and he actually started laughing at me. He says, ma'am. I said, yes, sir. He told me, why did you stop in the middle of the road? I said, I want you to know I seen you. I didn't want no mistake. And at the end of it, I didn't want you calling no backup. I ain't want no, I, I wasn't trying to be on TV. He said, let us know. You don't understand. I seen too many episodes of cops. I was stopping, put my flashes on. And he said, well, ma'am, you could have caused an accident. I said, I, I totally understand that. But my thing is this. I don't want you to think that I'm uh, trying to conflict any danger, any harm to you. I didn't want no... What's yeah. thought type thing going on there? Yeah, I had a similar thing when I was in college. Um, wait a minute. Why did you say uh, you felt bad for me? You said you felt bad for me? Why? Yeah, I felt bad for you because the dude wrote me like a 200-something dollar ticket. And I felt so bad for Roger because I fussed. I, and I was so pissed about that ticket because when he wrote me the ticket, I looked at the ticket. And I was fine, but when he left... In my mind, I seen my $200 jumping out the window one by one because that $200 did me no good. And I don't even live in South Carolina. And yeah. I think I got mad. So I fussed and I called Roderick and I fussed from Lancaster all the way back to Charlotte. I fussed. And when I get angry, I talk really, really fast. So the whole time I'm like, all the way up the road, and I'll and Roger, he's a good man. He's baby, calm down. It's gonna be okay. It's gonna be, and I push all the way home. So I just feel bad for your ears. So. Oh, it's all right. Well, she got home. I just punched her in the face. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> settled everything down. Now we do, fellas. <laughs> but uh, the other thing that was weird is that on Twitter there seemed to be people that were almost pro punching, like. I think there's a lot of pent-up anger in nerds towards women. And let's yes. face it, most people on Twitter, we, we're kind of nerdy. We're not full-blown nerds. Yeah. Like, I, like I, but I have some nerdy qualities. I like certain things that are nerdish. nerdish. You kind of have to to be on Twitter. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> one of the things that was weird, though, is there's, there's like a lot of people that just seem like it was cathartic to see a black woman get punched in the face for doing something she had no business doing. And I really think secretly that is a lot of nerds fantasies. Uh, especially for black men that be on the internet, that, especially the ones that complain about black women all the time. All the time. I, I like, swear they want to punch a black woman like, in the face. Like, like that coochie ain't no good to you. What the hell's wrong with you, dog? I just think they're angry and maybe, you know, maybe they've been rejected. Maybe they're just upset that they go to the club and they come home alone all the time. Whatever it is. Something in them makes them happy when shit like this happens. But uh -huh, I was, one thing I sent out though was like anybody that defended Chris Brown and when they were like, yeah, you know, Rihanna was hitting here, was hitting him, and then you know he had to hit her back or whatever. And anybody that hates Chris Brown because he hit Rihanna, I don't see how you can really say like I'm down with this dude punching this chick in the face. Like I, there had to be another way. Now I'm not saying. Everyone would have thought of it that quick. But guess what? I'm not trained to fucking think of shit like that. Because yeah. I'm not a fucking cop. That's true too. When you're a cop, they train you to be like, this shit could happen. Mm -hmm. And when you don't do your background work, shit that I know from watching cops and the normal TVs. Yeah, like I'm not a fucking expert. But I know that they normally call for backup. When I got pulled over, um, and it was nothing for, it was for a busted tail light. 
aka DWB, aka Driving While Black. Um, it was for a busted tail light, and I looked in the rear view when the dude pulled me over. It was one car. By the time he got out of his car to approach my vehicle, there were four cop cars. Damn. Oh yeah, yeah. I so know. if they can get there that quick for my black ass. You're not going to convince me that this dude couldn't have called for backup. No. What, this walkie-talkie don't work? What? Fuck that. Anyway, so, um, this dude, dude, this dude didn't do his due diligence, right? Alright, so now, in this case, you, you're not going to be able to convince me that the only possible result that could come from this is punching this chick in the face. I'm not saying he's right or wrong. Just saying, when you fuck up colossally at the beginning... Yeah. This is the event how shit spirals yeah, out of control. Right, it'd have been different if you didn't. At least it'd have been two or three of y'all. Yeah. This situation would have would have went went like this at all. Even if a female officer would have taken a baton, I'm not even talking about a yeah. fist, a baton to the chick and knocked her ass the fuck out. We'd all be sitting around going, well, you know, that's why you don't fuck with cops. Say that again. Meanwhile, since a dude did it, you got half of the people being like, you know, that's kind of wrong. He probably should have did his due diligence, but mm-hmm. whatever. Alright, so, anyway, I was coming home from Wendy's. I worked at Wendy's part-time when I was in college. And I worked the night shift. And you know how they do you, uh, I don't know if you ever had a job in, in college. We'll probably, you probably couldn't work, right? Cause you yeah, had to work. Oh, you could work? Okay. Alright, well, um, when I, when I was working, the first time I was like, look, I got classes. They, cl- they start at 8 in the morning. I can't work too late. That shit lasted about a week. <laughs> and then eventually they just started sliding me onto the night shift without telling me. Like schedule you for just an hour or two. Right. I go look like, at my I go look at my schedule. I'm like, I'm supposed to be off at eight. They're like, oh man, uh Randy called out, man. He just worked till ten tonight, man. The next thing you know, they scheduling you till ten. Yeah. Then after that, it was like two in the morning. So I was already no. pissed coming home at like two in the morning. Uh cop pulls me over and you know, I look in the rear view. I took, like, it was so unexpected. It's 2 in the fucking morning in Fayetteville, a.k.a. Fayette now. Yes, sir. So, um, it's, you know, so I see them pull me over or whatever. I'm like, this dude has no reason to arrest me. No reason to pull me over. I'm not speeding. All right? I don't, like, I nothing's wrong with my car that I know of. Um, so I just pull over to the side. I took both my hands and raised them off of the steering wheel. That's right. So, like, you <laughs> can so looking through the back of the car, you will actually see both my hands in the air. So I put mine outside the window. That's yeah. right. Told, somebody no. told me you just put your hands on the windowsill so they can see them when they come up. Yeah. So, um, and I kept them up until dude came, got out the car, came over, and he comes over. He's like, why you got your hands up? And I said, because I have no idea why you stopped me. I was like, I'm not speeding, and I, I, I didn't do anything wrong, I didn't make any illegal turns or anything, and I saw that you got four car, four cars back there now, and I really don't know what's going on. And he's like, well, what are you doing, you know, out so late? First of all, I have on a Wendy's uniform, <laughs> right? I got a Wendy's uniform. I got Wendy's in a bag next to me, <laughs> full of burgers for my friends when I get home from work. <laughs> What the fuck you think I'm doing, man? Slaying rocks. I just I just robbed a Wendy's motherfucker. Got this outfit. Straight cash, homie. You trying to buy some Wendy's hats? What's up? And I'm smelling like fries and shit. I'm sure he could smell it when he walked over. So I'm like, okay, look, cuz we, we both know that I haven't done anything wrong. What's the deal? He's like, well, you got your front headlight out. And I think because I was so scared, it scared him. Because then he was just like, hey, uh, just don't even worry about it, man. Well, you know, He's like, where are you going to or whatever? I was like, I'm in college. I'm going back to school. I'm on a scholarship. 
You know, like I'll throw it in shit like I'm smart. If you shoot me, people will care. That's um, right. <laughs> they will come looking for you. Don't get Jesse Jackson down here. Um, but I was just like, I'm in college. I'm just going back to my dorm. And, you know, I just, I got to get up early. I got to go class in the morning. And he's like, all right, well, you know, stay safe and, you know, stay out, of, you know, get your light checked out or whatever. So I get home. I don't, I, I park in my dorm. I don't even turn the car off. I just get out of the car, go to the front. Both my headlights working. I don't know what dude was going to do to my ass. I don't, I don't, you know. I must have fit a description. I don't know what they was checking for. I don't know if it's a nigga in Wendy's hats running around robbing people. <laughs> if uh, the Wendy's rapist was on the loose or what. You know what I'm saying? But uh, they're like, oh, you fit the description. She said the rapist smelled like fries and uh, had soda on his lips. But uh, anyway, man, it was just one of those situations where, and I'm sure every black person got that same type of story. Yep. But where I was just like, you know, this dude pulled me over for nothing, but I know not to fuck with police. If I would have been had the same attitude as these chicks, I probably would have hopped out the car. But like, what the fuck, motherfucker? You ain't arresting me today? And it's like, I didn't even say nothing about arresting you. Fuck that shit. You know what I'm saying? It'd have been a whole other situation. Then you got shot. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, every I think if you're passing around blame in this situation, the cop gets a hundred percent of the blame strictly because he didn't do his groundwork. That's right. So like, as far as percentage of like. Work. Should you should nothing should nothing happen to you or whatever? The cops should probably be suspended or something. I don't think you should be fired. I don't think it was that bad. I, I mean, if you would shot them, maybe fired. But it was just like a maybe. punch in the face, you know. Maybe it depends. I don't like. I, it's kind of hard because when whenever the other person is coming at you, there's always gonna be a case in court to be like, well, maybe he was trying to defend himself. But I'm not saying he should be fired or anything like that. Maybe suspended with pay for a while. Everybody calm the fuck down. But he should have did his groundwork. That's where he fucked up. The chick that was getting arrested, a hundred percent at fault too. Mm-hmm. Just calm your ass down. You be, you gotta go downtown for a little bit. It's just jaywalking. You'll be yeah. fine. Now you're gonna throw on twelve different other charges like resisting arrest and yeah. failing to comply, blah blah blah. So you know she probably don't have to go to jail or get pay a whole lot of money in fines now because she would cooperate. And the other chick that came in for no reason, a thousand percent. What the fuck are you doing? Police doing their business. I'm coming down to your job and slap the dick out of your mouth. How you gonna sit up here and fuck with the police while you trying to just do his job? See, my, thing, my thing is, okay, the first chick, she was talking shit. The cop was trying to restrain her and she was, you know, yeah. trying to get away from the cop. But one thing she never did was she never put her hands on the cop. Right. She was trying to get away from the cop, but yeah. she never put her hands on the cop. Chick that got the that got knocked in the head, she, yeah, she, she came, came up yeah. and put her hands on the cop. Right. Now, not only, like Karen said, is I'm not talking trash to the cops, right. but I'd be damned if I put the hands on the cops. Yes. That's, that's justification to get shot. Shot, yep. Period. That's what I was saying when, so you, were like, when you were like, oh, you in the fire for shooting? No. I don't know. No. I don't think he can get fired. I mean, I'm not saying he might get shot. He might get fired for shooting because it's PR. It looks bad. Yeah. But normally, they don't fire cops for shooting people because... It implies guilt on the police department's part, and they don't want to have to pay you anything. Like they're not trying to make themselves look weaker by going, "We were definitely in the wrong," which is why we fired this dude. So what they're gonna do is try to have his back. Even with Rodney King, they had those dudes back, and that shit was wrong. So what that, what I'm saying is, all they really wanted to do was say, "Look, do your groundwork, and you don't have to have this shit to happen." If I was these police department, whatever police departments around the globe, 
I'm recording this. I'm showing it to my officers and I'm about to training. You know good and well. I bet you within the next 24 hours they're going to say something like, and we're going to review this. We're going to show it, it to our officers. Yeah. Training material. They always do that. Like, what did he fuck up? Right, you know, like right, right here. What, what's he doing wrong? Oh well, he didn't call for backup. Well, Bingo. his elbow was a little low. He didn't yeah. keep it high when he came across. First of all, when you when you when you shoot a right cross, you gotta make sure that you keep your left up just in case for the counter plan. And you gotta keep your feet planted. Yeah, but um, you know, the main thing with this whole thing is that if he would have done his groundwork, I think he would have ended up in a better situation. He kind of put himself in a bad situation trying to go dirty Harry. Um, but he'll be, you know, I, I still think it's kind of overblown right now, and maybe in a week or two we'll forget about this. Yeah, but am I- they're probably going to lose a lawsuit because of this. I would not take this to trial. The longer this shit is on TV, the worse Seattle Police Department look. Clinton the woman is always going to look bad. It's never... I'm sorry. It's, I'm not saying the woman is right. You can argue right and wrong all the time. There's a reason, like Chris Rock said, there's a reason to put your old lady down the flight of stairs. You just don't do it. <laughs> don't, don't do it. So I'm not saying this is right or wrong. I'm just saying public perception-wise, if I'm a PR person, I go, look, see if you can write a check for $100,000 and tell her to drop this shit and forget about it. Because I don't want to see her on TV doing interviews. I don't want to keep seeing, seeing it. I don't want to see Larry King talking with her and, and Al Sharpton sitting next to her. Like, fuck this dude. You know, that's where that's getting ready to go. In this shit now. At right now. I wouldn't be surprised if all the uh, civil rights activists pretty much washed their hands of this one. I one. hope not. Man. I, don't, I, don't, I don't think they're going to... Uh, I mean, I hope they, they don't. Yeah, because like when... when um, who was it? The Seattle Urban League, when they were getting into it and overblowing it and everything, yeah. nobody paying them no attention. Yeah, and you know, the thing with Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton now, they got to the point where when they show up, they actually make people lose credibility. Yeah, like, they do. Like, it's got to the they point where it's like, if your do. shit is borderline, if it ain't airtight and Al show up, I ain't on board. Like, your shit gotta be airtight. It's gotta be like video of the police officer saying out loud, I don't have to punch you in the face, but I hate niggers. And then swinging and knocking your ass out and then pulling a taser on you, tasing you, and then putting this gun in your mouth and saying, I want to shoot you so bad, my dick is hard. <laughs> That's the only way that Al Sharp is showing up. And then you might get a hung jury. Yeah. And then you, yeah, and then you still might not get 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 a guilty verdict on the like cross examine, but did you not have Al Sharpton? Yes, yes I did. <laughs> Case dismissed. At what point <laughs> did you call Al Sharpton? <laughs> Immediately, a couple of days later, or a couple of minutes before you got to trial? And it don't matter what the answer is. It's all, <laughs> it's like, it's all not guilty. Call Cop is free. Yeah, you can't call. Can't call Al. No. All right, let's move on to some real news. No, I'm just joking. We don't do real news on this podcast. I know. Um. There's this website that Shirley Wong sent Karen. Um, and, I, you know, I, I guess now that Shirley knows that Karen is racist, I'm not. y'all are just sharing all kinds of racist humor. She's a person on Twitter that follows uh, me and Karen. Um, and she promotes the podcast or whatever. She, like, normally, she'll, whenever we send out, like, hey, we got a new podcast, she'll retweet it. And, yeah. you know, but she didn't retweet this week's. Wonder why? <laughs> it was because somebody <laughs> likes to say racist stuff about Asian people. So um, I love everybody. So wrong. So she sent Karen the link that called Rent a White Guy. Not long ago, I was offered to work as quality control expert uh, with an American company in China. I've never heard of. No experience necessary, which was good because I have none. 
I've been paid a thousand dollars for a week, put up in a fancy hotel, wine to dine in Dongying, an industrial city in Shandong. Shandong? Hmm. A lot of dongs in this article. <laughs> Provide province I've also never heard of. The only requirements were a fair complexion and a suit. I call these things white guy in a tie events. A Canadian friend of a friend named Jake told me during the recruitment pitch he gave to in Beijing where I live. Basically, you put on a suit, shake some hands, make some money. We'll be in quality control, but nobody's going to be doing any quality control. You in? I was. So I became a fake businessman in China, an often lucrative gig for underworked expatriates here. One friend, an American who works in film, was paid to represent a Canadian company and buy a speech espousing, uh, give a speech espousing the low carbon future. Another was flown to Shanghai to act as a seasonal gift buyer. Recruiting fake businessmen is a one way is one way to create the image, particularly the image connection, image of connection. Huh? Is this article written in China? Uh, that Chinese companies crave. My Chinese language tutor at first aghast about how much we were getting paid. Put it this way. Having foreigners in nice suits gives the company face. So this is basically getting paid to be white. This is like the, the fucking definition of white privilege. Yeah, <laughs> like you literally got a job because you are a white guy with no tattoos. Uh, visible anyway. Uh, six of us met in the Beijing airport where Jake the friend briefed us on all the details. We were supposedly representing a California-based company that was built, building a facility in Dongying. Our responsibilities would include making daily trips to the construction site, attending a ribbon-cutting ceremony, hobnobbing. Uh, and hobnobbing. During the ceremony, one of us would give a speech to the company's director. That duty fell to my friend Ernie, who in his late 30s was the oldest of the group. His business cards had already been made. Dong Yin was home of Sun Tzu, the author, the author of The Art of War, uh, and that's just about all it has going for it. The landscape is dry and bleak with factories in all directions. We were met in the airport by Ken, a young Canadian Taiwanese of Taiwanese extraction, with a brush cut and leather jacket whose company, we were told, had been subcontracted to manage the project. There's a lot of details in here that I don't give a fuck about. Um, he picked me up at 3.15. Yeah. He was wearing brown loafers. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? Get to the point, man. Get to the racism. What is this shit about? Um, the lobby of the hotel was dimly lit and smelled with, like bad seafood. At least we have a nice view, Ernie deadpan as he opened the drapes in our room to reveal the scrapyard. Read the novel, ain't you? Jesus, what are y'all gonna fuck next? Enough. <laughs> Jeez, good. What is it? Shirley, are you trying to get back at us by sending us a boring article? I'm sorry, Karen said chink. She did not mean it. I did. She is not racist, okay? I take it back. It's Thank just a running you. joke. Damn. I'm sorry, Shirley. But, uh, I don't know. I guess you can rent some white people or something. I don't know. I was hoping this would be about white slavery, but apparently it's not. Because if I could rent a white person, I think I would. I would do it. <laughs> just for just for certain things, like if I needed a loan, like a home loan, just have him come in, you sit with us. Rent a white guy to uh, represent you at a job interview. Yeah, uh, I think go. I could do that. There I think I could do that. Uh, we would need some type of two-way device where I could feed him the answers, though, because I don't just want him in there just being white. Like, that ain't enough. I don't know. Sometimes it is. <laughs> there might be enough for China, but that like, shit is not enough like, for America. What's your name? My name is Rod, but you can call me Skip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I would give me a white dude, but I would probably rent him and have him doing shit like 
I put them in chains and give them some tatted up clothing and have them go out front and yake, rake my yard. And, and while I sit on the porch sipping lemonade in front of all my neighbors. Like, can you do that? Can you just rent, like, rent a white? Maybe you go to rentboy.com with the gay dudes and just rent them and make them white slaves for like an hour or two. I would like to do that. <laughs> just to fuck with people. Like, you know, it's not, I would really slave them, but I would just fuck with them, you know? Like, I'll just take them out to with my white friends at wing night and just be like, you know, uh, Tyrone, get in here. Toby, go get my wings. My drink is low. Does it look low to you, boy? <laughs> <laughs> just to fuck with everybody. Oh my God. Well, you know, my theory is if we could own slaves, black people probably would own the most. I think it would we we waste some money on some horrible shit and there's, no, we don't. there's nothing that says accessory like a fucking person. <laughs> what? A human That's accessory. Big. Yes, if we would put gold on our teeth, we would definitely buy slaves. Yeah, there's dogs and kids on human accessories. At least I called them that on Twitter this week. Which uh in hindsight was probably kinda callous. But Slaves are the ultimate human accessory. That was how they measured wealth back in the South and shit. Yes, so you is. know that we would have some because niggas waste money, man. We waste money. Flossing. Little yeah, little Wayne is literally not flossing, so he's flossing. Let his teeth rot because he wanted to have <laughs> gold fronts and shit. Yeah. So like this team root canals. Come yeah. On so if we could have slaves, and that's why I say they have to be black. They can be any race, mm-hmm. whatever. We would have slaves just to be like. My slaves need to be able to have, need to know how to cook and clean. That's all I require. My see, slaves. you're not thinking. You're not thinking. Fifty cent, fifty cent slaves will have flyer clothes than you have on. See what I'm saying? So he could be like, even my slaves be flossing higher than you, dog. Look at my slaves. My slaves, my slaves got Gucci. Yeah. What like, clothes got? Yeah, I got the best slaves in the game, bitch. But uh, all right, man. Police. Lawyer showed boyfriend's video of encounters. Wonder what kind of encounters they're talking about. Close encounters? Mm. I don't know. Fourth, the alien encounters? Mm. Only one way to find out. Let's find out. Princeton, Indiana. A southwestern Indiana attorney running for prosecutor has been indicted on charges that he had sex with a female client for her to pay off a $550 debt for legal work in a civil case. Damn. Damn. I'm coochie cheap. Five fifty. That's it. I know. I was talking about that's cheap. Could have went to payday loans or something. To <laughs> take care of that. Then again, you know, I was like, I always tell people that a woman having a vagina is kind of like a lottery ticket. Um, uh-uh. Like they kind of like they treat it like that a lot when they're younger because it's just like, and I mean, who wouldn't? We know the laws of supply and demand. Like when you're young and you're higher in demand. Then of course you're gonna be trying to fuck movie stars and shit. Then you get a little older and you're like, damn, these niggas don't want me. Let me just move down to bankers and CEOs. And then by the time they're like 40 and they're alone, they're like, fuck it, man, I'll take anything. First nigga hop off a prison bus. Like, <laughs> so, um, this chick for 550, I mean, I'm gonna say she probably was, I'm gonna say at least 40. They don't show her age in here, but she probably was at least 40 before you get down to 550. And you need to pay more off, more off than the loan. Come on. Yeah, like that ain't even a month's rent some places. That ain't you got to, Yeah, like, you got to get, you got to, come on, step your standards up. A lot. This nigga would have had to be mad lot to get some, <laughs> get some good pussy. <laughs> <laughs> right, but, uh, alright, authorities said an Indiana State Police investigation of William Wallace, 57, of Princeton began when the woman reported that Wallace had shown her boyfriend a video of their sexual encounters. Damn. What? Why so not you show the video? Not, not only 
do you pay five fifty, but that means you get to record it too? Yeah. No. And and he shows it to her boyfriend? Yeah. Special prosecutor Jonathan Parker said the woman told investigators she never gave permission for videotaping. Well, you were fucking for five years. <laughs> I know, right? I mean, come on now. I ain't, you know, you had already kind of sold out on some of your morals here. <laughs> I mean, didn't you see the lights in the room? Come on. Yeah, I don't think you get to, I don't think <laughs> no. you get to stop at that point. Like, I will fuck you for five fifty, but you better turn that VCR off. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, you know, recording is there for 200. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, detectives reported finding the videos and child pornography. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. Wow! <laughs> oh my God! Why? Ah, oh, man! It, this dude is like fucking in for a penny, in for a pound. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Wallace was arrested and released on bond Tuesday from the oh. Gibson County Jail. They released him. How can you release this dude on bond? He's got to be some kind of sexual predator. Maybe, maybe he only had like because they don't say he had a, a kitty porn collection. Maybe he had like a picture. Oh, uh, videos and child pornography. Yeah, I guess that could be like one video. Like, he's like, I only jack off to this one picture of this child, okay? I'm sorry. But look, Susie's, Susie's hot. Yeah. I've never seen an ass like that on a seven-year-old. <laughs> like a real woman. Just let me out on bond. I promise I won't rape her. Nobody owes me 550, okay? I won't be doing this for a while. I'll write that out. Uh, I bet he was always offering to do favors for people there and shit. <laughs> What you need? Some money, dog? What you need? What you need? Yeah. What's on? Oh, oh, I see you need. You well, like the well, shoes? Well, oh, you can't pay me back? We'll work something out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got something. <laughs> uh, Wallace was arrested and released on bond Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, phone calls to his law office went to a full voice box, voicemail box. Oh. I'm sure that's full of a lot of angry people, too, to just call him like, you motherfucker. <laughs> Did you record us, too? <laughs> <laughs> It was just a traffic ticket, Will. <laughs> Police, a special prosecutor was named was named because Wallace is a Democratic candidate for Gibson County prosecutor. Damn. And he was running for office. Oh my That's god. See, see you, you should at least wait until after you get the prosecutor job. Yeah. But no. But I want here's here's the question they did not answer in this article. This is me off to no end because it's really the only question in this article. That needs to be answered, and it answers everything else. Was she hot? Why is he showing this shit to her boyfriend? Yeah, I know. Why didn't they cover that? This is the number one question. That why? Why he caught himself? This wouldn't even be an issue. He could have got away scot free with just fucking this chick. Which, I mean, if that's what he wants to do, that's what he wants to do. Whatever. I mean, I actually think sexual bartering should not be taken out. I mean, if I could just pay off. My loans, my student loans with sex. I can't say I wouldn't do it. Consider how hot the woman was. You know what I'm saying? But I'd like to have that option is what I'm saying. I'm not... I would like to... Would you like the monthly plan or would you like to get fucked? No, no, no. See, it's like the school fundraisers. It's not that you paying to get fucked. Yeah. It's, well, if you pay me, then I might be so inclined just to give you some ass. Oh, I see what you're saying. So it's like you're not buying the candy bar... But right. you get a candy bar with a dollar donation. Okay. So I'd be like, well, look, no, I'm not, I'm not fucking to get shit paid off. I fuck because I like the fuck. But and they if to you happen to like to pay some shit off, right? I'm I don't saying. got no problem with that. And all I'm saying is, why not let? Uh, first of all, 
it's kind of unfair because this is always an option for women, whether they believe it or not. <laughs> they just don't offer it all the time, but it's always on the table for a woman. Yeah. A woman owe you some money and she's just like, oh, would you like some head? You're like, oh man, I'm gonna. I really should get this money back. Like, shit, I am not going to be able to pay my rent. But this but... is like money with interest. This is even better than money. <laughs> I can dream about this forever. That money will be gone on Tuesday, but the head, the memory will still always be with us. This is our song from now on. But, um, you know, I can kind of understand. Uh, I mean, definitely it's illegal. I mean, yeah, of course. So that's hard, number of one. Course. But I can understand everything that happened in this story except why he would show the tape to her boyfriend. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you can only guess. I mean, was he trying to blackmail the boyfriend? Yeah. Like, I'll show everybody if you... Were they going to be tight after this? Yeah. Like, hey, dog, you know what you into that I'm into? <laughs> Press play on that DVD. No, you know, <laughs> <laughs> look, I really need your vote. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will release this. Yeah, I'll tell you, you what. Vote for, vote for me for Democratic Prosecutor or I'm going to keep fucking your girl. Oh, you don't believe me? <laughs> okay. Um. Alright, so... Suspecting infidelity, woman castrates husband. Mm. Oh. I'm guessing she's not a surgeon, so I bet you this wasn't the nice castration where they no. put you under and this all is that. This some old dull butter knife type yeah. shit. <laughs> Suspecting her husband of infidelity, a woman cut his private part to teach him a lesson at a village here on Tuesday night. Oh, I cannot pronounce this woman's name, but hey, let's give it a try because it might be funny. Boloft D. <laughs> DSP the letter is just DSP I don't know if that stands for something or what Mohinder Singh said the woman wow baby the what said the woman baby a nurse had lodged her name was baby yeah that's, that sounds like a porn star the woman baby I call my wife baby like that could be any woman uh said the woman baby a nurse had lodged a complaint oh so she was a nurse maybe she didn't know what she was doing Lodged a complaint with the police last evening against her husband, Jaspal, a three-wheeler driver. That's a job? Yeah, I know, right? Three-wheeler driver. Maybe I'm thinking of something is different. Is this in the States? This is another country? No, this happens in Karputhala, Punjab. So, mm. I think he did a song with Jay-Z one time. Yeah, uh, I remember that. That track was fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, alright, so she lodged a complaint. That her husband, a three-wheeler driver, accused her accused him of having illicit relations, but later withdrew it, saying that she would teach the husband a lesson. Okay, that's not a hint to the fucking police. Really? If I call you and go, I think my wife's cheating on me nine one one, and they go, um, all right, well we're gonna get somebody out there. You know what? Never mind. I got this. Send nine one one anyway. <laughs> Shit's quick, about though. to go down. Yeah. yeah. You might want to do 80 to this one. Oh, you might want to cut the sirens on and get here a little sooner. Because anytime somebody's like, I got this, don't worry about it, it's, oh, it ain't going to work out. No, Look, you pissed not. enough to call the cops. Yeah. And then you're like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't even that big a deal, dog. I got this, dog. I got this. Everything I got my own guns. We straight. So, uh, police. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, police said the woman allegedly mixed some intoxicant with liquor at night and served it to her husband. Wow, this is actually almost exactly how I joked that it would be. <laughs> wow. That is it. Don't be getting no ideas, can I? Cover your ears. Cover your ears. I just be joking with them girls on Twitter, okay? I'm not cheating. Uh,. Uh, with liquor at night and served to her husband. She later cut his private organ using a knife. 
and went to the police station and narrated the incident. Oh, oh my god, that reminds me when I was in junior high school. I used to fight this kid named Taylor Barton all the time. Taylor, if I see you on the streets, dog, it's on. I don't care where where we at. I never forget, dog. Anyway, so we was in the uh, we was in the locker room. And, like, we used to fight all the time, me and Taylor. And I don't know why we fought so much. We just did. And really, I liked to do. It really was, I don't know why we didn't get along. But, um, he, he, like, kept trying to instigate, hey, look, I want to fight you. I want to fight you all the time. We had a couple fights at school and shit. But it was one of these things where it was becoming a marathon session where we just fight all the time. Yeah. So I decided to set his ass up. So I went into the locker room one day, and I acted like I didn't want to fight him. Which, of course, emboldened him to think, like, oh, I'm going to fuck him up today. You know, he, he's scared as hell. And I was just like, man, I just need to get some stuff out of my locker. So I turned my back to where he was at and started looking in my locker like I was fumbling with the lock. And he comes walk, walking over there, and he didn't just swing on me. I knew his fighting style by this time. I knew he wouldn't just swing. He wanted me to do something first, like say something so he could swing on me. So he's talking. And in the middle of his fucking long ass wrestling soliloquy, like, you know, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna fuck you up, brother. Like he's just giving me like, in the fire will rain down like the eagle talons. As, as as he's giving his speech, I just like there's a bench, you know those benches you sit on that are between lockers, like yeah, mm-hmm. right. So there's lockers on each side facing each other, and there's a bench in between that's about our knee level, yeah. you know, knee level. So as he's talking, I just reach over. At his shoulders, use the bench for leverage, pull him closer to me so that he's tripping as he's coming closer to me, and he lands on his back, and I pummeled the fucking shit out of that boy. I beat his ass like I own him. Like he was one of the, like I went on rentawhiteguy.com <laughs> and got, got me some slaves. So I beat the shit out of him, and while he's laying there bleeding, I just get up, walk right into the office of Kennedy Middle School, and told him exactly what happened, because I was. The other thing is, my dad, if I started a fight, my dad would beat my ass. So this is the only way I could beat his ass and be scot-free. Where I could say, I got in a fight, but this is what happened. He came at me, and I beat the shit out of him. I got witnesses. I went to the office. I told them what happened. Yeah. We called you. Yeah, you better we. map it out with your dad. Cause yeah, because <laughs> he's a fucking detective. He becomes like Horatio. Yeah. He was in the army too, man. Yeah, he was in the Air Force. So he's like, he, he fucking knows when I'm lying. So yeah. I'm like, I, was, I got all my bases covered. You know, it was like setting up the perfect murder. Yeah. Dude comes running up in the office. Oh, actually, dude comes. I heard him yelling behind me as I was walking towards the. Uh, I guess he came to or whatever. As I was walking, as I was walking towards the office, I was leaving the gym, walking straight into the office, and I heard him yelling like, "Where's he at? I'm gonna fuck him up. Where's he at?" And people was like, "Are you walking in the office, dog?" He chilled the fuck out. And I was just like, "Hey, this dude attacked me. I beat the shit out of him. He's gonna come in here. You gonna think that I beat him up? That's not what happened. Ask anyone in the locker room. They saw it." And he never fucked with me again. So, but uh, the lesson being, Taylor, if I see you on the streets, dog, it's over. Uh, nah, but the lesson being that um, if this woman going in there and narrating this shit is just like a okay, like she had thought this out that much. Yeah. That's what I was. Cause I had thought the shit out, and I had thought it all the way through to calling my pops. Like that's how much I had thought this shit out. I have been thinking on this for days. Like. I got a part of me that is calculating the code that I keep locked up 
from most people because y'all most people don't deserve it. You know what I'm saying? They, they are nice people. I know. And you know what I'm saying? I, I try to hide it behind humor, but deep down, if you fuck with me, like, I want to destroy you. When I'm telling these jokes, I'm serious. Yeah, like this shit is this shit is funny, but it's you. My eyes aren't smiling, but um, that like that's the kind of thing where it's just like I had thought about it so much that I planned it out. This woman clearly was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna get him drunk. I'm gonna cut his nuts off. <laughs> I'm going straight to the police because he can't do shit. You know what? What's crazy is this woman planned it out between the time she got off the phone with the cops, yes, <laughs> and the time she poured the liquor, yes. So she had she, she came with that she shit came like away that. immediately. Yeah, like she probably had she was she one of those women had that knew. She probably she was one of the women that had known he probably was cheating. I just got tired of trying to figure, get him yeah. to admit it. And she just wanted a record, just in case somebody. Yeah. I called y'all. I, I told like, y'all what was up. She's like, just tell the truth. Just tell the truth. He's like, bitch, shut up. She's like, last straw. Yeah, she was. She was one of the women that had the plan. She's like, look, I really don't want to implement this plan. If your ass lied to me one more time, yeah. <laughs> and then she called. She called the cops, and she's like, you know what? It's time. Yeah, <laughs> I will see you tomorrow at seven thirty a.m. Tell Officer Jones to meet me up front. But, um, I will be there. So, police registered a case of attempted murder against Baby based on the complaint of Jaspal's father, Piara Law, who is a sarpanch of the village. I guess it's like chief or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't want to be racist, but what the fuck else did that mean? The DSP said the relation between the couple who have three children. Had been under strain, no, no duh, uh, over Jaspal's alleged illicit relations. Alright, got like wow. one more article. That shows you not to cheat. Oh shit, two more. Um, Alright, guess who made the podcast again? Who? Pick a state. Which one do you think it is? South Carolina. Arizona. Uh, Arizona. Oh, yes. They yes. racial winner for the week. Arizona, they was getting lonely. I was, I literally woke up this morning and said, "We didn't talk about Arizona this week." Good job, Arizona. Yeah. And then somebody sent me a tweet like, "Did you hear about what they're doing now?" I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> Just one week off. Arizona lawmaker targets citizenship for kids of illegal immigrants. <gasps> Emboldened by passage of the nation's toughest law against illegal immigration, the Arizona politician who sponsored the measure now wants to deny U.S. citizenship to children born in the country to undocumented parents. But- that's a federal law, like, that literally is a federal law that if you're a legal immigrant, you have children here, your children are citizens. Anyone born in America is supposed to be a citizen. Yeah, yeah so how can you say, I stay ain't following that rule? Well, legal scholars laugh out loud at Republican State Senator Russell Pierce's com- uh, proposal and warned that it would be blatantly unconstitutional since the 14th Amendment guarantees citizenship to anyone born in the U.S. But Pierce brushes aside such concerns. <laughs> what? Brushes aside? It's funny how Republicans can be so, like, this is in the Constitution. I can have three million guns. Yeah. But then it's like some shit that they don't like. Where they're like, but this gets in the way of my racism. That's bullshit. Take that out. <laughs> um, uh, Russell, uh, uh, he brushes off such concerns. And given the charged political atmosphere in Arizona and the public anger over what many regard as a failure by the federal government to secure the border, some politicians think the idea has a chance of passage. I think the time is right, said State Representative John Kavanaugh, a Republican from suburban Phoenix who is chairman of the powerful House Appropriations Committee. Federal inaction is unacceptable, so the states have to start the process. Earlier this year, legislators set off a storm of protests against the country uh, when it passed a law that directs police to check the immigration status of anyone they suspect is the is in the country illegally. The law also makes it a state crime to be an illegal immigrant. 
Uh, <laughs> as opposed to the federal crime that it already is. Uh, the measure, which takes effect July 29th, oh. unless blocked in court, has inflamed the national debate over immigration and led boycotts against the state. So they're trying to kick entire families out now. It's like, you're legal, your kids are legal, y'all get the fuck out. Um, and the thing is, I still think a lot of this stems from uh, Arizona trying to act up like a like a like a kid throwing a tantrum to get the federal government to come in like and do their job. Right. Well, well. Then there's the other part of it that is just them being racist, mm. which is the that's part true. I have a problem with. Okay. That's like true. people can you can defend every last one of these measures individually, but as you add them up, which you should do because you're a fucking human being, nothing's in a vacuum. You go, these motherfuckers don't like Mexicans. The end. Yeah. Yeah. The end. It's like, I understand, but just because I understand don't mean I agree. Yeah, I know it's, like, people are like, what are you saying? They should just leave it alone and let illegal immigrants in? I'm saying that this shit is racist. I don't know what else to tell you. It's too much smashed together. It's like, it's like, first you start off. With uh, we gonna start shaking you down. Then you go with the teachers, right? You know, then and you teach ethnic studies. Yeah, then you got the mule. You want them to lighten up. Yeah. You know, so every time it's something else going on, it's them. all centered around race, and yes. it's all and it's not always just Mexicans. Like they wanted, dude was one dude was mad because they had a dude that looked like President Obama. On the front of the mural with the kids, yeah. and he's like, "Nope, we don't have, we don't got four black families here." <laughs> like, okay, so they can't have a role model. Fuck them, black people. Only white people should have role models because there's more of us than them. I don't know. It's just they're. I think they're a racist ass state. I wouldn't want to live there, and I feel bad for the black people that live there. And I do understand that it's a complicated problem with immigration and shit. Nobody would want illegal people anywhere. They're not supposed to be. I get that. Yeah, but. If the answer is just we gonna be racist until they leave, fuck that, you. I'm out. Did they ever learn that never happened? I mean, like it's we've done that in the history in the past. So we lock people up, put them in concentration camps. You see, they ain't go nowhere. So well, not concentration, uh, internment camps. Yeah, I'm sorry. You know, we my, my, my bad. We, we wasn't burning. We wasn't burning up the Japanese, I'm, but I'm, we were definitely I'm, being I'm, racist to them. I'm sorry. I'm um, the other thing with uh with this that's kind of funny is that. Someone compared it to, well, this is just like driving while black. I've been pulled over for being black before. Yeah, well, did you feel like it was right? And was no. there a law saying that it was cool? Yeah, and did you agree with it? Were you like, oh, okay, cool, man. Well, shit, I am a nigger. So, so to me, <laughs> to me, when you're saying that's just like, that's fair because I got pulled over when driving while I was black. And that's like saying, well, hell, keep pulling me over because I'm yeah. black. Oh, it's just, that's like saying like, well, look, why are we so mad about Big Ben Roethlisberger raping people? I was raped. What's the big deal? Like, calm the fuck down. Anyway, uh, Arizona still races. Keeping it, keeping the streak alive. Yes, sir. Um, U.S. discovers one trillion plus in mineral deposits in Kuwait or some shit. Where is it? Oh, in Afghanistan. And this article printed out, cut up. So thanks for sending me the link to this article, uh, dude on Twitter. Jesus, I think it was called Boss. Actually, listen to our podcast. So I'm gonna go back and find this link because, uh, you know. So you can finish reading it. So, yeah. Well, yeah, he supports the podcast. I don't want to talk shit about him. <laughs> <laughs> be like, fuck you, man. We this link it. don't work. Uh, all right. No doubt this will mean. Oh yeah, we discovered some mineral deposits in Afghanistan. No doubt this will mean that there will be a long-term involvement in Afghanistan. Expect a new, bigger, and better U.S. embassy to be built. 
Of course, eventually most combat troops will be withdrawn, but who knows when. One trillion dollars or even a good share of it could provide at least a down payment on the U.S. debt. Um, however, as Iraq shows, it may not be the U.S. directly that benefits from the resources. But if the U.S. helps secure the resources of, for global capital, it can expect some reward for being world policing. The, fund, the fines may spark a global competition between the U.S., China, and others for Afghan resources. Uh, previously unknown deposits include large iron deposits, copper, cobalt, and gold. But also there are critical industrial minerals such as lithium. Uh, U.S. officials believe that Afghanistan could eventually be transformed into the, one of the most important mining centers in the world. So, uh, I guess they found some ability to make some money over there. So, when I, when I hear this, I just think of, okay, the U.S. is already over there. I'm sure they found out about this shit a long time ago. Yeah. And they're like, oh, shit, Obama, somebody from the Middle East uh, attacked America. Let's go over there and get them minerals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now we got a reason to be there. Yeah. <laughs> we going to bomb the set. We're going to bomb the country. Fuck them all up. Oh man, that would, that would well as long as this took, that would imply some competence within the Bush administration and some foreshadowing and some long thought. So I mean, obviously George Bush wasn't a part of this. I don't say. I mean, <laughs> so obviously Cheney came up with this. Is what you're saying, but um, man, I don't know, dude. I I mean, yeah, we will be over there, but we was gonna be over there for a long time anyway. We yes, never, sir. we never fight a war and just come home. So I'm not I, as as upset as some people might be about this. Uh, we do. I'm the other yeah. way. I believe that if you can find a way to pay for this shit, I'm. I'm on board. Yeah, I'm about that. I hate spending money to save people that ain't me. <laughs> yeah, I, guess, I guess my whole thing is when I hear it, I just think, man, they're, they're just going to run through the country and yeah. take advantage of folks. And and then the last thing, man, like somebody was telling me about BP. Mm-hmm. And they were saying like, uh, oh, Obama shouldn't be so hard on BP because their stock price will go down. So? And then China, China might try to buy BP. Oh, uh, what? What's so bad about? First of all, they're not owned by U.S. anyway. Yes, it's what's so bad about China owning BP? I mean, maybe yeah. there's something I don't know, but first of all, we owe China everything anyway. Yep. Second of all, China owning BP. Are people just upset because they don't speak English? I really think people are that fucking stupid. Yeah. But they're like, but they don't speak English, and the British people do. They'll turn into CP. Yeah, like, <laughs> like I literally, CP. like I, I really think people are that fucking stupid where they they only think that it's bad because China speaks, they speak Chinese, and British British people speak some form of English that I couldn't understand anyway. No. The King's English. Yeah, and maybe it's because I'm black and I I just see a bunch of white people when I look over there. Anyway, it doesn't bother me one way or the other. It just be some other motherfucker selling us oil that they get off of our coast. It, like what? I don't know, man. You know what I think it is? I think it is that China is very quickly becoming a superpower, and America don't want to give up any power. So if they can slow down China's ascent, they want to do everything they can to get in the way and make sure they ensure their own power. So if China is taking over one of the largest oil producers in the world, that gives them a lot of power. You know they need power to, um, to the, they need oil and and natural resources to supply all the business that's growing over there. Yeah. So it'd be a lot easier for them to supply themselves if they own BP. That's true. I mean, well, I think they already 
China already runs shit. Yeah, they do. And we just in denial. Like we've been yeah, in denial for a minute. Years. When we just like first of all, the people. So what you got a billion people? Fuck your billion people. We America, bitch. Suck but, these but balls. You, it's like yeah. no, that ain't how it works. If you Not look at, at if you look at how America looks at shit, the person with the money controls everything. Yeah. That's how the country is run. Right. Same thing the world the way the world is run. Who has the money? We ain't got it. Right. China has it all. Yeah. China's running the world. He's like, yeah, we gonna let y'all fight these wars. Yeah, we fight over. Monkey. We fight over the perception of running the world more so than actually running it. Right. Yeah, that's true. And I mean, the thing is, the reason China is can can afford to actually be so powerful is because we are doing the dirty work. Like if we actually were like, hey, dog, we ain't fighting no more wars. They ain't got shit to do with us. And then another superpower had to do it. Those shits would never get fought. Nobody else want to do the shit that we do. Oh, no. And nobody trying to stop terrorism all over the world. Everybody's like, fuck that job. You got it, buddy. Good luck. Have a good time, <laughs> your people. Ass. Yeah. Anyway, this has been another episode of the Black Out Test Podcast. It's your host, Rod and... Karen. Uh, follow us on Twitter. I'm at Rod and Ms. Prime. I'm Say Dad Again. That is in D-A-T. And Will is... Uh, Mr. Underscore Montgomery. That's me. So follow him on Twitter too, man. And people been digging you coming on the episode, man. Andrew told me to tell you uh, that he would like to hang out with you sometime. Man, and I was like, that's crazy how the podcast makes friends. Brings people together. Yeah. I mean, when Will didn't have no white friends, I'm trying. I'm gonna get him. I had that one. <laughs> oh yeah, Joe. Joe. I forgot about Joe. I forgot about Joe. But uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get Will. Uh, a white friend by the end of the year. That's my goal for the podcast. But um, uh, also, guys, don't forget to uh, hit us up on Podomatic.com uh, and search for the Black Eye Tips or Facebook. And uh, don't forget, you know, leave us a donation, man. It makes us feel good. It makes us feel like, uh, you know, there's a reason that we're doing this and that people are enjoying it. And if you don't contribute, still just spread the word because we do need to get bigger and grow. And hopefully we can do, go on to bigger and better things. So. Yes. Uh, thanks everybody for listening and uh, until next time I love you I love you too alright peace I told you I would show up yeah. screaming out FNF to the world blow up they said I was so finished I told them it's show business meaning there's no business let's be ass goals in it disrespect they dress code with my street clothes in it measured sold and clothed in it opened up Man in the mirror, cheer up, I put it on the bars like Benna.
hear us Then we only fear God Know the weapons of the weak The weakness of the heart